The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Did me from behind, which felt great. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Kupsik. What is cracking, Mama Jamma? So be honest. Done. Um, about a half an hour ago, when you were trying to call me, did you think it was you, your fuck up, that you weren't doing it right? You know, Something was wrong on your end. It's not. Yeah, a little bit, and I'll tell you why. Because as I was doing it, it just said connecting, and it wouldn't it wouldn't ring, and so it just said connecting, and it was pissing me off. But then here comes fucking Skype, and they're like, "Hey, an update is available." I'm like, "Oh, maybe that's it." So updated Skype, tried to call you again, still the same issue. No idea what was going on. None I was sitting there. on my couch with a bowl of popcorn in my hand <laughs> for the movie playing. What were you watching? Um, one of the Harry Potter films, actually. F to the yes. Which one? <laughs> Which one? Um, actually, it's not Harry Potter. Technically, it's that new one, the Fantastic Beast. I literally oh, had just started it. I have yet to actually like watch that the full way through. So yeah, got some catching up to do. But I tell you what, I did do very that, manly. Is it very manly? Yeah. There's beasts and things, apparently. Yeah. That's what I hear. Yeah. All right. I like that. And a British dude. In a Not British very manly. And a British guy. Like yeah. yeah. I think it's great. Sounds awesome. Shy to me. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. Perfect. Now I still gotta watch it. But I do I I did um accomplish one thing whilst you were watching your film and I was sitting here waiting patiently. I uh, started drinking, <laughs> and so this is me. Just a few shots deep on uh, some Jack and Coke stuff going on right now. I'm drinking as well. I actually still have uh, one of those um, beers I got in Utah. Ah, yes. I hadn't dro- I hadn't drank them all, so yes. I just grabbed one out of the fridge. Sounds good. Sounds good. So what the fuck's new, man? What's going on with you? What's new with Jason? Mm-hmm. What's new with Dr. Feelgood? I had an investigation over the weekend at a All place right. I've been to before. Sweet. Um, the Spooks guys invited me down to investigate the jail that I had investigated previously in Iola. Oh, very cool. Um, very cool. I had got them set up with the uh, the guy down there, so they invited me down. That was nice of him. We did the jail and we did the house. Um, I do have some other stuff with that place lined up in the future. but Very cool. Always fun. Did you guys capture anything that you know of? Mm, anything? They thought they heard a growl. I wasn't in there for that. Yeah. I 
Were you in the it, restroom? It wasn't a very active night, it were didn't you, seem like. Were you in the restroom when they heard the growl? No, especially the bar. I'm like, it could have been a deuce. <laughs> no, actually, I, was, um, I wasn't at the bar. I... So you went to the bar. <laughs> That's great. We did go to the bar at one point, but it was to try to see if anybody we could interview. They were shooting a, a YouTube video of their show. Oh, cool. Uh, their YouTube show, and yeah. they wanted to see if any locals had any stories. So we went to the bar and had a, a shot and a drink. And Dude, best place to gather information. Know. I'm not even lying. You guys yeah. out there listening, I swear to God, the best place to gather information is you go we'll to open the... open up that wouldn't normally open yep, up. Yep, exactly. Go to the local watering hole, so to speak. <laughs> and, uh, you usually end up meeting some pretty interesting characters. No shit. That's what I always They do. said they heard a growl at one point. I think I was actually... I, I went somewhere. I think I might have went to go get a bottle of water. Taking a shit. I mean, it's fine. No. <laughs> we had two buildings. We had the building next to the jail as like our little hub of whatever yeah headquarters or whatever you want to call it and i wasn't even there in there i had ran somewhere i think it was to get water nice so you had a big hubble of the loo or however you say that over the weekend uh, <laughs> what did you call it hubble yeah sure yeah. yeah i mean we had a lot of fun over at the manor i guess like i'm glad it like i'm glad it's over I was, I'm super tired. I'm still super tired um, from everything. Uh, but yeah, we had an event over at the manor. Um, the guys from actually, the guys from Paranormal Warehouse were there um, helping out. Um, but yeah, we had um, Ryan Buell uh, do, I think, man, like his fourth public event now since, uh, so you know, having since like recovery been, and all of that. Spent some time with him in person. Spent a lot of time with Ryan, actually. A lot of, yeah, a lot of, like, one-on-one -on -one time. Yeah, it was great. Was he? Like, how? I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, everybody knows, especially that this is our show. We've talked about it. Everybody knows sure. some of the shit that he did. A lot yeah, of we talked about it. We did it's... a lot of stories on on that whole yeah. saga, mm -hmm. you we know? Did. You see a guy who was, you know, kind of at the top of the paranormal food chain so to speak i mean just crash and burn what's really interesting about ryan and the time that i got to spend with him is the fact that he's very open and honest about everything about about fucking up okay like he's the first person to admit it like to the point where he's even traveling with his sponsor robbie um which is again super cool but he he does that for set number of reasons you know but um you know he travels with robbie and robbie's there it's pretty sweet um so yeah but i did like i you know like i said he's open and honest um uh, and willing to to chat about that stuff so pretty interesting yeah but did you get a sense of honesty from him I did. I guess that would be the the biggest no. thing people have lost of him. Yeah, exactly. Him. And, you know, I'm just being deadly honest, I guess. But uh, yeah, that was one of my concerns, you know, going into the whole thing. Um, But, yeah, like, 
in all honesty, like he seemed sincere. He seemed genuine about everything. Um, it was it was kind of nice to talk to him. Um, you know, like he came over to the house. Um, we hung out that first night that he got into town. Um, so we hung out for a while. But he wasn't, you know, having to be Ryan Buell, the paranormal investigator. He was able to just be Ryan, um, which was nice. So he was able to just kind of, you know, sit there and shoot the shit, so to speak. So that was that was cool. I lost you. No, fucking I'm Iowa. here. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm going to fucking start cussing Iowa, I was Iowa, trying buddy. to think if I had another another question about, about <laughs> the weekend, but I can't yeah. really think of it. It was fun. I tell you what. I think we ran the Paranormal Warehouse guys ragged, but if it weren't for them, like, this event would not have been what it was. I promise. Like, it was so cool having them there. And... It made me feel good because, like, number one, I know the guys. So, you know, it gave me a couple other people, a couple other buddies just to uh, kind of hang out with throughout the weekend. Um, you know, it was it was a blast. We had a great freaking time. Great time. That's good. Yeah. Shit to the end. Oh, my goodness, buddy. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready to get into some of this shit? Let me take a Yeah, you drink. said you had some shit that would take us through the whole show, right? <laughs> no. It won't take us through the whole show. I'm going to take a drink real quick, though. It's that good. Dude, I mixed this drink so No, I'm strong. not talking about the drink. I'm talking about the oh, story. Oh, the story? Yeah, yeah. You got to get prepared. <laughs> no, so I'm going to play a clip here, okay? Uh, I'm sure... That you have seen this, it made its rounds uh, today. I saw it making its rounds today on Facebook. And so I'm sure some of you guys out there have seen this clip as well. Um, so I'm just going to play it, and then we're going to talk about it a little bit. Um, <laughs> this is super awesome. Here, just a second. Here we go. It's and waited for a while and then I got a little bit worried I thought maybe I'd scared it off by being too keen oh, okay. and then sort of just as I'd given up hope and was starting to fall asleep it came to me and, and what happened? happened? Um, it, I don't know what I can say on well, TV you just had sex. <laughs> wait you, you, had, just, you had sex? yeah I had sex with the so, ghost with the ghost? Yeah. yes but you can't wrap your arms around a ghost no so how, what, how physically how does um, how does the sex bit happen? you you can still feel it. Like it felt, it was kind. Of, it's difficult to explain. Like a weight. It's kind of a weight, but at the same time weightless, and like a physical. There's the breath and stroking, and the energy as well. I think the energy was a lot to do with it. Do you feel a connection? And does a sexual experience with a ghost end in orgasm? Um, for me, yeah. Oh my gosh, so wow. <laughs> and fans of the ghost. I just hope so. <laughs> there it is, pal. There it is. Now, who was that? I I don't know. Her name is like Amethyst. And this was on a morning show of sorts. So like like a morning talk show. Like we would see like on like Good Morning America. Obviously, that was not Good Morning America. However, it's a show that's very similar in nature. Um, this lady is on that show claiming that she has had sex with ghosts so much and enjoys it so much 
enjoys having sex with spirits so much, in fact, that she refuses to have to have sex with uh, with another person, like an actual human. See, this is the bullshit I'm talking about. So it says reconnecting. Your connection is poor. So I don't even think Koopsit can actually hear me right now. Guys, this is the bullshit. These are the breaks. This is what we go through here at the Ectoplasm Show. Until I am able to probably just move to uh, some kind of a metropolitan type of area, I, I think the show will suffer because of that. Like, I have the fastest amount of of bandwidth and speed that uh, my current ISP offers. I pay stupid amounts of money. And this is the shit. This is what I get. It is absolutely ridiculous. So, the call officially dropped. I'm going to rate I'm going to rate you Skype. I'm going to rate you the poorest quality possible. We're calling him back. We're calling him back. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's him. Wouldn't that be some shit? Because he has like all that Google Fiber shit. It's like supposedly the mutt's nuts. He's still not answering. This is redonkulous, guys. Absolutely stupid. Oh my goodness. There we are. Hey, buddy. Hello. You froze. I didn't just freeze. Like, it like yelled at me. It said, oh, poor connection. You can't talk to your buddy Koopsick anymore. Dude, I'm telling you, it's so stupid. The internet in general is ridiculous. I don't have any problem. Maybe it's just because I'm drinking and I'm angry. You think that's it? Probably not. <laughs> Anyway, what I was saying is this lady likes having sex with ghosts so much that she refuses to have sex with a human now. Okay? She enjoys it that much that she is not wanting a sexual partner that is human anymore. What say you? Um, is more she, power to her. Is she caca duty shit crazy? Is it possible to donk a ghost? Nay. Is it possible for a ghost to donk you? <laughs> I think that they're probably ghosts doing all of us all the time. Just donking it out. Yeah, we just don't know it. So, hmm. Question. As, as a ghost... Like, once you uh, expire and, and shuffle off of this mortal coil, will you be uh, donking complete strangers in your afterlife, my friend? I don't know. I could picture this. I could picture, <laughs> okay, I die, I come back, and Start I can't move on. Talking. Like, I have just, like, the planet. Yeah. Or, let's say I can move around the planet. Let's just not limit it to, like, a house or yeah. a museum or All whatever, right. library. So you're global. You're global start. now. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you can't you can't leave the planet. Sure. But you're international. After, a, after quite a while, after a hundred years, however much time. Okay, look. I pretty much have gone everywhere I've wanted to go and done most of <laughs> probably what I want to do in the Twice. afterlife. 
twice at least. I twice. mean, at least what I could picture is there to do. Sure. And yeah. see. Um, Makes sense. You're going to start to so get a little randy. I kind of liken this to... You grew up in a little town, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't grow up in a small town, but I know plenty of people that do. And there's not much to do. And what do they turn to usually? Uh, Driving I, around <laughs> and fucking each other. Okay, so here's the deal. I did grow up in a small town. However, I, I rode my bike a lot. I rode around town on my bike. Now, when I did get a car, I also had a job. So that's all I did. Yeah. But I know a lot of people just like what you're describing. Identical. So, yeah, the planet would become small after a few hundred years if you've been able to float through everything and do everything you want to do. Yeah, especially without a passport. Kind of get bored. Yeah. Um, you don't have to. Yeah. I feel kind of dirty for saying this, but what the human doesn't know won't hurt them. <laughs> Listen to you. You fucking scallywag. Listen to you. All right. So, look, I don't. I don't even know, man. Like, we've heard other people... The, the better question is, <laughs> if ghosts are proven to be real, yeah. are we able to prosecute a ghost that tries to have sex with someone? Yeah. F well, no. I mean, we, we can't. There's absolutely no way But what if we that. have a way to capture that ghost now? Now, how, pray tell, are we actually going to hold a ghost... Captain. I don't know. You never know what might be able to happen in the future. Here's the shit. Okay. 100 years from now for uh, us, like we I die know. tomorrow. I'm all about And it. we're floating around 100 years from now. They sure. may be able to capture us by then. It's possible. Now, wait, though. When you have expired, is there any such thing as a sense of time? I don't There's know. No I purpose. am just... There's, There's no purpose. You know as well as I do that there are thousands of theories, possible sure. theories of what a ghost is. What I'm saying is this, though. There is no way, and I have seen plenty of, of shows and clips and ideas out there that claim if X, Y, and Z are possible, then yes, capturing a ghost is possible. And some people have claimed to do that, which I I cannot get on board with that thought. I am sorry. I cannot. There's just no way. I watched a uh, a show. It was actually more of like a pilot episode for a show. I think it was called like Ghost Catcher. There was a gentleman who wore like this glove. And he would walk around and he would find said ghost using his own psychic abilities. Okay. There's no way to actually see said ghost spirit but he would quote unquote grab the ghost using his glove and he would hold it right there catching the ghost so to speak it looked like like the biggest staged piece of shit that I've ever seen in my life there I said it and that's most likely why it never actually got like a, a show itself you know they made the pilot and that was that but I just don't see it to be possible. Now, we have had plenty of people, celebrities included, that have claimed to donk ghosts or be donked by said ghosts. Correct? Like, Kesha was one of them. Uh, Bobby Brown was the other one. But Bobby Brown was most likely just high as fuck. Um, but there were others too, right? 
Yeah, I'm sure there were. I forget who else said this. Damn it. Whatever. I don't know, man. Like, other people are claiming this to be true. Other people around the world are claiming that ghosts um, have, quote, unquote, violated them in some way, shape, or form. However, they're not exactly opposed to it. You remember that time I was going to try to get Eric to (laughs) do that? man on the scene thing with the guy that can summon a succubus or incubus yes we gotta make that happen i think we we do eric that uh, guy has got to still be around eric damn it if you're listening we have to do this please all right so let's put out this general call if eric won't be man enough to do it who's gonna do is there a man or a woman in our audience that has the balls to try this for us and report back. Well, you, if you do this for us, you can be the third wheel every now and then on our show. I'm all about that. Yeah, do it. Do it. Oh my god, that would be amazing. If you need, if you need to know what we're talking about, you can either go back and listen to our hundreds of episodes and find it, or you can contact <laughs> us, and I'll I'll point you in the right direction. Yeah, we'll fill you in. We'll fill you in. Tell Eric he can bring his bingo dauber. <laughs> It'll be great. Oh, my gosh, man. I don't know. So I saw that. Like I said, did you watch that at all? Did you see that clip around Facebook at all today? No, I didn't, actually. It was funny. I watched it earlier, and then other people started tagging me in it uh, throughout the day. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, we have to talk about this. Um, this lady seems... I don't know. She seems uh, fairly nervous to be on television, but genuine at the same time. Like she is having sex with a ghost. She is orgasming. Okay. She's for God's sake. Even if it's not a ghost, at least she's having a good time. She's enjoying herself. But now think about this. Okay. Let's think. Let's look at the opposite side of the coin. Now let's talk like psychosis. Okay. (laughs) Shall we? Let's think. Just entertain the idea that possibly this woman is uh, caca duty shit crazy. Okay? Is that possible? Of course. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Most likely probable. However, I would say it's more (laughs) likely that than the other. Exactly. Exactly. Now, is it possible then to, to imagine? said act happening or um i don't know hallucinating i guess is is the only term that i could think of right now hallucinating some type of act like that um and bringing yourself to orgasm i can't believe we're talking about this right now is sure, that possible i mean i don't know is it possible i i don't know i i know that there are medical conditions out there that people can spontaneously have orgasms that'd be the best fucking thing ever <laughs> you say that nah, so I've actually, i think it was a documentary or something i saw somewhere sometime over the years no this way. person has uncontrollable orgasms no like every way. uh like 15 minutes or less 15 and it minutes gets to the point where it hurts him like oh, physically dude. okay so that's horribly. not cool like people in pain that's not cool how do you drive a car with that type of condition. How does that happen? This is going to piss me off. 
This is absolutely ridiculous, guys. I do apologize, but it, it does seem that we're losing the good doctor over here. We're losing we're losing the good fight. <laughs> I want to hear from you guys though. I want to hear your feedback on this subject. Is it possible to have sexual relations with with a ghost? Like good lord. I don't get it. I just don't get it, guys. Hmm. Let's see what we got over here. Hmm. My God, man. This is absolutely ridiculous, guys. We've had the call drop twice already. Twice. <sighs> Maybe I should just, like, drink more. I don't even know. I don't even know. So stupid. There we are. What are the you, fuck, man? Dude, it keeps fucking happening. I don't know. It is so stupid. We're still live, though. Like, we're still going. We're still recording because that's what we do. The people have to suffer along with us. So, huh. are you still there? Did I drop you yes, again? Yes, I am. Fuck me, I'm just man. sending out a snap um, saying Josh's internet blows. It does, in fact blow a lot of of wiener uh miles and miles worth of dick i don't even remember what i was saying now i don't either i i said if it's no i didn't because you were talking about um <laughs> no i was i don't even remember Some we were talking bitch. about spontaneous uncontrollable orgasm yeah and i asked how would you even drive a car you know doing this Oh yeah! Like how I the fuck would say, that happen? Epileptics have certain restrictions, so maybe yeah, right. they can figure something out. I mean, yeah, that's true. It's they, a scary thought. I mean, though, possibly man. they could control it better if they had like the gas, uh, the accelerator, and the brake on the wheel for a button, so your legs aren't going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't buck back. <laughs> like, oh my god! So an orgasm every fifteen minutes. I can't even imagine i may be exaggerating that a little bit but still, it's like to that point still i mean good lord kind of feel bad for the guy uh, i'm gonna add to my fun uh <laughs> internet search history let's see let's see oh, let's do this give the government um, something sexy to look at when they when they're checking your shit out uncontrollable organ Orgasm. I have 50 orgasms a day. Jesus Christ. It's a YouTube show. It's a YouTube video. <laughs> um, the living hell of a man who orgasms 100 times a day from the New York Post. I thought it said 50. No, that was a different story. Oh, okay. I see what you're um, saying. Experiencing 100 orgasms a day may sound like the gift that keeps on giving, <laughs> but a heartbroken man from Wisconsin can assure you it's much more of a curse. Dale Decker. Okay, we can look him up on Facebook. Oh, good. Dale Decker is a 37-year-old husband and father of two who suffers from an uncontrollable condition known as 
Persistent genital arousal syndrome. Damn it. I think man. I know a bunch of guys that probably have that. Um, <laughs> he first felt the symptoms after he slipped a disc in his back and was on his way to the hospital. Decker, Decker inexplicably ejaculated five times on the drive. Wow. It says the orgasms have kept on coming ever since. Damn, Quote, dude. Imagine being on your knees at your father's funeral beside his no, casket saying no, goodbye to him no. and then you have nine orgasms right there. No. Okay, um, that's It makes you terrible. never want to have another orgasm for as long as you live. Oh, man, that is terrible. Oh, my God, that is terrible. So he's afraid, afraid to leave the house. He has no place to... Uh, he is afraid to even leave the house because evidently no place is safe from his excessive ejaculation. Think about that. Um, if you're in public in front of, or you're in front of kids, it's disgusting. Well, yeah. It happened to me at a grocery store, and when it was over, there were around 150 people looking straight at me. What? I wonder if he's loud. That's what I was just going to ask. I was just going to ask. I'm like, hey. <laughs> Maybe he's like really letting it rip, you know what I'm saying? Like he's just like, Urgh. like crazy O face and all. I don't know, dude. He says he still has sex from time to time with his wife. From time to time, that poor woman, like she's got to be just completely beside herself. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Good lord! I wonder if this happens while he's asleep. Probably. It can happen to women as well. My God. This is nuts. <laughs> I'm trying to see if <laughs> it says suicide is something a lot of people that are afflicted with no. this turn to. No. Okay, that's terrible. See, we can't make jokes about it now because you said that. Fucking terrible, man. Good Lord. All right. So, do you have anything else uh, newsworthy on your end? Yes, I do have a story. Let's hit it. Let's hit it up. Brain abnormalities found in victims of U.S. embassy attack in Cuba. Really? This comes from The Guardian. Yeah. Uh, mysterious attacks that harmed 24 Americans in Havana resulted in changes to white matter tracts in brains or in brain, doctors say. Interesting. Doctors treating the victims of mi mysterious invisible attack on the U.S. Embassy in Cuba. I remember when this happened. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of news about it, but because I don't think anybody actually died. Right. Um, have discovered brain abnormalities. As the search for clues, or as they search for clues uh, to explain the damage to their hearing, vision, balance, and memory, um, the most specific finding to date about physical damage from the attack shows that whatever it was that harmed the Americans, it led to perceptible changes in their brains. What the hell? It is one of the several factors feeling growing suspicion skepticism that some kind of sonic weapon was involved sonic yeah. so sound yeah a sound weapon that's pretty interesting what do you think about that 
Well, we know. I mean, I've. I know that they have. It's public knowledge that there, we have sonic weapons. Shit, yeah, we and do. other weapons of that type. Um, yeah. They're called passive weapons. We have microwave weapons that are passive as well. Um, crowd dispersal. Exactly. Doesn't seem like that they were testing it though. If that's if this was a sound weapon, it's an attack. Huh. It's those damn Russians, I'm telling you. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. But it also says acoustic waves have never been shown to alter the brain's white matter tracks. Says Elisa Kanafagu, a biomedical engineer professor at Columbia University. Huh. So it's a mystery, but it did whatever happened has changed their brains. It's a crazy world. That is fucking nuts. It's absolutely fucking nuts, dude. The world we live in, sir. I mean, we have shit bombarding us all the time. I mean, shit bombs. Well, that too. <laughs> Literally floating around in the air. We can't see it. That's right. Um, Real fecal matter in the air. <laughs> Constantly. But our phones do all kinds of shit to us that we just don't pay attention to. Yeah. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is one of the worst things for um, growth, development. I what? mean, we're adults, so... Are you but, si- so I didn't even done, realize this. Scientific... Scientific studies have shown that you put a plant, uh, the same plant, same condition, same environment. Yeah. But you, uh, from seedling, okay. you put it next to a Wi-Fi device, put another one across the room from the Wi-Fi device where it's far away. The one across the room will grow and be in good condition. And the one next to the thing will barely get out of seed stage. That's interesting. That now we're talking like we're, we're talking like putting it next to like a router. Yeah. Or normal, something a normal that. home Wi Fi router. Okay. That's fucking weird, man. I had never heard that before. So if you have it next to your bed or if you have it next to you like I have mine in the middle of the living room, right next to the couch. Sure, sure. I don't even think about it half the time, but then I think about those studies like that that show that who knows what it's doing to us? That's what There's I was just going to ask. Been like a legit, I, as far as I know, I unless they're doing them now, there 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 can't have been too much of a long term. I mean, Wi-Fi has yeah. been out for what ten years, maybe applications and some military and other stuff before that. Sure, but but who knows? Long term effects of that is on kids right. or adults. I was just going to ask, too, like, so hypothetically, would that be uh, like, I don't know, killing your sperm, so to speak, you know, killing your swimmers? It could. I think um, it could. Hypothetically. So I don't know. I'm sure there were plenty of studies before showing that EMF yeah. did the like the fear sensation that we kind of as ghost hunters found. Sure. Over the years. I'm sure that scientists and other people knew that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's but it wasn't really like out there, out there. Um, it's pretty interesting. This is just man. another wave like that. I mean, microwave is a wave. There's all kinds of different right. waves that pass through our bodies all the time, and then we added a new one. Yeah, 
Well, we have phone signals now. Everything's passing through us, and who knows what it's doing. Well, we have to trust that it's not doing any harm now, don't we? I find it very, very fascinating and want to dig into it more. Yeah. That our phones, the frequencies for the phones are set to almost the identical frequency that our brain works in. That is interesting. The phone signal is. Huh. And we put it next to our head all the time. Right. That's kind of fucking me up a little. <laughs> it could that be. Is interesting. Systematically. So it, what uh, the Nazis used fluoride to. Yeah. All the senses of the people in their concentration camps to right. make them docile. Right. What if the phones have been. And yeah, this would be a grand conspiracy. A lot of people would have to be in on it. But what if the phones are that now? It's a way to make us docile by changing our wave pattern slightly. Sure. To match the phones. It's close enough. Almost identical. Maybe they're trying to dumb us down. And that's been my argument for Dude. drugs for years. Sure. Of course they want, even though it's illegal for most drugs, of course they want everybody on drugs. It makes people not pay attention to what's going on around them for the most part sure i i, I went off on a little rant there no you're fine though but I, yeah i think um, I, I like what way, you're saying there going through us yeah i have to be affecting us on some level there's got to be some effect it's not just passing through with no effect at all sure i like what you said about dumbing down um I think we see the effects of that like every fucking day, you know, because <laughs> it does seem like people um, give two shits more about, you know, how many likes they get on a Facebook post um, as they do like their kids grades in school, which is kind of fucked. Um, I, but I mean, we see things like that all the damn time. Um, but yeah, like the dumbing down of society in general. Um the world population, so to speak. Fucking everybody has a smart device, so to speak, in in their pocket, in their hand, uh, is constantly staring at it all the damn time. It's ridiculous, honestly. I don't know. I mean, I'm using it right now to sure. look at stories. Of course, yeah. We have to uh, we have to look up all sorts of fun. Now, I'm I'm telling you, we're gonna take a quick little break. But then when we come back, we're going to talk some more fun shit. So come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. 
Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. One night, one location, one group of friends pushed their limits of sanity. It was great. It really made you think about some things, how how everything's connected. Oh, sure. How do you perceive your own reality? The film was really awesome. Being a, a investigator and being at Malvern uh, a couple times, uh, this really jived with a lot of experiences that I've had. What's that? Perception and stuff, just, you don't think of those things. So, very interesting. You're not allowed outside anymore. Watch the Abrush with Evil series, along with other Josh Hurd documentaries. Go to joshherd.net. You will find books, documentary films, and of course, the Ectoplasm Show. JoshHerd.net. All right, welcome back, everybody. Round two, Ectoplasm Show. Here we go. All right, pal. I you, do want uh, to say something before we get back into yeah, it a little bit more. Let's do it. I went and got some Irish cream whiskey to calm myself down a little bit. Fuck yeah! Why are you, you a little excitable? No, I got a little. Got a little excited there. Got a little heated. Um, <laughs> you just got a little I heated. Just, I do want to say, however, though, I don't. I don't necessarily do what would be considered drugs anymore. Not really. I, I guess you could. I drink. I. But what I wanted to say is, I didn't want to try to condemn people that do like doing certain drugs. I mean, there's some very horrible ones out there, of course. Right. Um, I've done my fair share of things when i was younger sure whatever you do as long as it doesn't affect me i don't care so i wasn't trying to condemn anybody but i was trying to give my opinion on how i think some drugs are what the drug the government's view on the drugs in america sure absolutely they would rather have us all on on some kind of drug damn yeah i would agree entirely so, uh, we have some pictures that are available now, finally, to the public uh, from the Gemini 4 mission. Uh, now, have you watched or have you looked, excuse me, at any of these photographs from the Gemini 4 mission from NASA? Have you looked at any of these, pal? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, I'm going to post it up here later um let's i'm just gonna read through this here it says james mcdivitt uh brigadier general uh and the gemini 4 mission commander along with others um 
What makes this flight stand out among the others is the fact that in June of 1965, McDivitt saw something that was very different uh, from what he had seen on all other space flights. Now, here's a quote from him. He says, It had a very definite shape, cylindrical object. It was white. It had a long arm that stuck out of the side like a beer can or a pop can and with a little thing like maybe like a pencil or something sticking out of it. Um, the pictures, I should say, are, are quite clear here. Now, it, McDivitt describes seeing an object that had cylindrical shape, um, was definitely white, like I said before. The USAF commander said that the object that looked like a long arm stuck out from the side, similar to a soda can, a beer can, blah, 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 um, he thought that the object was near uh, to the spacecraft, but at the same time, there was some confusion. He said that there was, or excuse me, he wasn't sure if if he was looking at an object that was small and it was just close to the craft, or if the object was very large and further away from the craft. So this was uh, obviously because there had not been anything that uh, you, you can't gauge. Uh, you can't gauge it. Uh, by it by any other object obviously so in other words he he really didn't know how big the object was that he was uh, photographing now he did say uh, quote I don't know whether it was very small blah, blah, blah. Uh, he said we had two cameras that were just floating in the spacecraft at the time so I grabbed one took a picture of the object grabbed the other and took a picture then I turned on the rocket control systems because I was afraid we might hit it now, at the time, he said we were drifting. Without checking, I have no idea which way we are going. But as we drifted up a little further, the sun shone on the window of the spacecraft. The windshield was dirty. So, I mean, he was close enough he could tell that the windshield itself was dirty. Uh, just like an automobile, he said, you can't you know, really see through it. So I had the rocket control engines going again and moved the spacecraft so that the window was in darkness again. Now, then he said the object was gone. Um, very interesting stuff here. Um, again, you can't really tell in the photo if if this object is close or far away. Um, just because, like we said before, there's really nothing to gauge that on. Super freaking awesome. But it says the photo that McDivitt uh, took on that day has now been revealed and can be viewed by ufologists, um, and it is pretty interesting. I will say that. So many people would suggest conventional explanations as to what the object is or was. Uh, but others would say that, yeah, this is undeniable proof of a UFO. I'm not quite there myself personally, bud. But uh, I, I will say it looks it looks pretty cool. I will say that. So I'm going to try to uh, copy this and paste that and all that fun shit. I have to, like, log into Facebook, and it's such a pain in the ass. So anyway, did you? but you haven't seen anything like this. I haven't. Um, I'll have to wait to comment on it other than to say there's really a lot of junk floating around out there. There is a lot of junk. And, and we'll there's also secret programs by other countries and other entities that yeah. probably NASA may not know about. Yeah, that's probably so a it's fair a possibility. point. No, it's I'm a fair point, man. There. 
It's a very fair point. Um, let's see. The here. Chinese or the Japanese could have anything up there. I mean, true. Technically, neither of those countries have claimed to have been to the moon yet, but right. that doesn't right. mean that they don't have shit flying around in our upper atmosphere. <laughs> now, so I did. Um, I did post that. So. I think it was North Korea. Is that? What, that's what you think. Now we're, yes. remember we're talking 1965 here. Yes, you're absolutely. still okay. So you're still on North Korea. I'm just making sure. Well, the Russians had all kinds of stuff up there. Then, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> absolutely, it's very interesting stuff, pal. Very interesting. All right, do you got anything else for us, my friend? Um, I was trying to get something else. Hold on one yeah. second. Yeah. I come on. I was hoping to get somebody on here to pull him in, but it's not working. Well, no, he's just not responding to me. Son of a bitch. Who are you trying to grab? Well, was it going to be a surprise? You going to surprise me? It might still be a surprise. So let me find a story first. Okay. Let's see. Let's find a random one. Okay. Mysterious new death planet is life's worst nightmare. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Space is scary. Aside from the soul-crushing emptiness, the mind-bending enormity, (laughs) and the general inhospitality of the place, there are all all of the unknowns. We're only a few decades into our exploration of the great beyond, and while we think we have a handle on what's going on in the universe, (laughs) we likely have no idea what's in store in other galaxies. Just last week, In fact, NASA astronomers announced the discovery of a planet so unlike anything we found and so terrifying that some outlets have nicknamed it a death planet. Damn, man. It's the size of... It's a little bit bigger than Jupiter. Jesus, okay. The planet lies about 350 light years from Earth, orbiting its host star... Hey... WASP 18 is so it's WASP 18. Nice. In the Phoenix constellation, this is WASP 18b, is a type of planet known okay. as a hot Jupiter. A hot Jupiter. Meaning it's a gas planet which yep. orbits quite close to its host star, leading to extremely high temperatures. So it's hot as fuck. Got it. It is also enormous, measuring about 10 times the mass of our solar system's largest planet. So it's 10 times the size. So 10 Christ, times the mass, man. anyways. Right, right. That's um, pretty impressive. What makes WASP-18b interesting and deadly is its chemical composition. Sure. The planet's atmosphere is composed almost exclusively of carbon monoxide, without any indication of water, which is quite unusual. That's interesting. So yeah, they just call it the Death Planet because huh. people can't survive. Nothing, yeah. they, they they don't think they can't think of anything that can survive in it. Super inviting place. <laughs> Damn man, I tell you what, Ugh. are you still uh, trying to pull somebody in? Yeah, but he's not looking. 
Oh, okay. He's not paying attention. Um, So I have something here, and you know me. Like, I always find these God-blessed stories, uh, either about, like, aliens or in the fact that they fucking terrify me, or another thing that kind of spooks me out a little bit, and that's artificial intelligence. Okay? I don't know why necessarily it uh, it freaks me out so much, but it kind of does. Um, I think it's interesting. I think it's I think it's important, but at the same time, I'm kind of leery. Does that make sense at all? Your silence says no. <laughs> You're like no, that doesn't make any sense. Um, anyway. Artificial intelligence here uh, developed by our good pals over at Google has completely mastered the game of chess in the space of only four hours. Uh, so essentially the time it takes, you know, to, to drive from New York City to Washington, D.C. It's mastered the game of chess. So... New research paper, a team from Google explained how their AI creation, which is named Alpha Zero, not only managed to master the game of chess, but also then developed superhuman performance just in the playing of the game. Uh, The program was given four hours to learn the rules of the game before being set against the world champion chess program, uh, Stockfish. They played 100 games. Um, Alpha Zero emerged the unquestionable victor. So Alpha Zero won 25 games while playing as White with the first move advantage, obviously, and then picked up a further three games while playing as Black. The rest of the matches were draws. Eventually, then, Stockfish um, retired, recording no wins and alpha zero with no losses so we know um (laughs) this is funny so here's a quote it says we now know who our new overlord is said chess researcher david uh the ceo of chess science website chessable this is interesting anyway (sighs) it's learning and mastering the entire game of chess in four hours Right? It's a computer. What do you expect? Where does it stop? With you dead on the floor. So, okay, Nick Hines from MIT. And then, nope, and look, then you'll be out there humping robots because so there won't even be, hum- com- be humans left. <laughs> you fucker. Listen, computer scientist Nick Hines from MIT says, quote, It's like an alien civilization inventing its own mathematics. What we're seeing here is a model free from human bias. And uh, like it's uh, it can learn whatever it determines is optimal, which may indeed be more nuanced than our own conceptions of the same. So it's. Do you see why this freaks me out just a smidge? Researchers here from Google are saying that this is, it's self-evident that AI has the, the capacity to revolutionize the game of chess, you know, but the, the algorithms or whatever could be far more important than that. So, like, one day they could even be used to, to run cities or continents 
the power grid, entire fucking planet for that matter. Like, well, all we have to do is tell it to play tic tac toe against itself, and then it'll know <laughs> like not I to realize, destroy everybody. Like I realize what I'm saying is kind of far fucking fetched because we are talking it's about 100. No, because but... what we're talking about is 100 games of chess as opposed to running the entire fucking city of New York. Right? It's a little far fetched. However, if it's able to see, figure out, compute optimal conditions right what okay so then let's say hypothetically this happens let's say it's starting to run a city the size of omaha nebraska a fairly smaller city in the grand scheme of things right where does it stop what where does that leave us where does that leave humans human interactions i mean like where would we fit into all of this? Well, ideally, the robots would do all the work so we could just be fat and lazy. This is my point. Like, what happens to the human populace if all jobs are just done by by AI? Let's say there are a handful of people that have to do scheduled routine type maintenance, maybe, on on these machines, so to speak. Um, where does that leave the rest of humanity? Like even like down to, you know, farmers in the fields and things of that nature, you know, like, let's be honest here. We already have combines that that can for the most part, drive themselves. You know? It's pretty fucking impressive, honestly. It's an impressive piece of technology. It really is. But where does this shit stop? Because I don't see it stopping. I don't see an end to this. Well, it's possible. Then it wouldn't be as... Right. Would you give up... Well... Give up what? <laughs> okay, so if it were to happen anytime soon, okay, if this scenario that I'm about to come out, okay, okay, it's going to happen anytime soon. We're going to have to make a choice. Yeah. Um. So, you, I'm asking you directly. Sure. The, I, already knowing that you don't really want to live very long. <laughs> if you had the choice All right. to move your consciousness what's really your consciousness your soul whatever it is over to a robot no if your body was failing you or you were gonna die would you okay so if i am dying now yes my... you're dying you're done it's you got a matter of let's say you have a year and you have a year to decide this but you're getting sure. to the end now Okay. You still if have your I, family? Now, yeah. So I will say this. If my body were beginning the process of expiration, right, and I had the option to then, yes, move everything, uh, consciousness, what have you, over, fuck yeah, I would do that. Why not? Why not? If I was about to check out anyway, 
but then you can like move on. So once you made that jump, so my point was going to be, so you would have to give up. I guess you were dying anyway. Say you're not dying. Oh no! Um, But you you had an open window. You had a coupon that said it was half (laughs) off to do it now. Get a coupon. But you couldn't afford it if you didn't have that coupon oh, in the man. future when it expires. No, see the But thing you'd is... have to give up for a while until they perfected the robots to be able to have sex, to feel that kind of sensation. The, some other things that our bodies can do that robots just probably can't for a while. I don't see myself doing that. But then in like, you know, you can extend your life out long enough that they'll probably be able to make it happen for you in the future but you'd have to wait just imagine that you you would be a robot virgin and experience losing it all over again no thanks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no thanks losing it all over again okay but if you're dying and do that you you decide to do that but you'll get to experience that again you'll True. at some point unless but who's gonna donk a robot, man? Like who's gonna what? who's gonna want to donk a robot? No, at some point everybody's <laughs> gonna move over to robots. I got you. We so I could be have I could be pro- like a pioneer. We won't have procreation anymore because we just right. wouldn't be able to handle it on the planet. Right. There's no way people though that would that would be true. But people would also at some point want to die. I would guess that they wouldn't want to live forever. They might want to extend their life, but at some point they just want to move on or or just not be here anymore so the the population would eventually start to hurt it you know lean itself out a little bit in order to let yeah. those around maybe create a new but then you don't have that's really tricky because this is fucking weird let's say there's a soul let's say there's a soul in our body because yeah. Okay. Even scientists can't explain how. If you call it a soul, call it whatever, call it a connection, call yeah, it something call it in your life brain force, that manifests our consciousness. It, exactly. Yeah. Call it life force. Call it chi. Call it whatever the fuck you want. But yeah. Well, there's even like the there's a lot of scientists out there that can't pinpoint where that comes from and believe that it could possibly come from a remote source and we're just like a something capturing it and holding it in our bodies, in our brains. Okay. Okay. If that were the case. Right. Then we could absolutely in the future create a robot child and figure out how to capture that consciousness. If we've already figured oh, out boy. how to transfer consciousness from one being to a robot, how we would absolutely be able to capture a consciousness out there that doesn't have a body sure. and put it into a robot. Boy, this is some trippy shit. Tell me I'm wrong. That's fucked up. I mean, it's super cool on paper i mean there's nothing out there that says that it 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 can't happen oh absolutely not i would agree with you one 100 what i'm saying is look like again i realize how fucking ludicrous it sounds to say okay this artificial intelligence was able to learn and master the game of chess in in a four-hour time period my weird ass brain says, okay, what next? Or what else do you have? Uh, or what else are you capable of from that point on? Okay, so you got chess. Now what? The automobile. Are you able to um, are you able to 
analyze driving conditions, road conditions, um, weather patterns, things of that nature, um, to drive a car in what we would consider the most optimal way possible. Of course you would be. Right? Absolutely you would be. So then from that point on, what are you capable of? What are you able to learn? Um, given any situation, it would seem like it would be fucking limitless, really, right? Absolutely limitless. I keep going back to this. <laughs> I fucking weird. I don't know, man. It's weird to me. I keep thinking of that fucking Will Smith movie. What was that movie? I, Robot, I think. You ever see that flick? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Good flick. Until the robots go sour. <laughs> of course, that's all like a programming thing, right? <sighs> I don't know, pal. Your honest thoughts on robots. AI, specifically. Your honest thoughts on AI. Good? Bad? Indifferent? Where do you stand? Um... I think it's good to a point. I would agree with that. I sure. do think that there's a lot of scary things that could happen. Like sketch-tastic things could happen. I don't know, bud. I don't know. Like, I see technology. I see how, like, for example, you and I, we were in high school, we were in middle school, what have you. The internet was just gaining steam, Right? Email was a thing. You you weren't fucking cool unless you had an email. You sat around all night long on fucking AOL Messenger talking to uh, fucking girls that you couldn't just talk to face-to-face because we're pussies. But anyway, I mean, you get what I'm saying, right? Now look at the leaps and bounds that have happened in the last 15 to 20 years technologically. It's amazing. It is remarkable. What do you got? I am sorry. I was looking at something on you. <laughs> what were you looking at? <laughs> I, think the... I got this weird growth <laughs> going on. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, pal. It it fascinates me how far we've come in such a short amount of time. And the fact is, whether you like it or not, the shit's still going on. We are still making technological advances faster than we can almost fathom. And I don't see it stopping. That's the problem. I don't know. What do you think, pal? Are you reading? No, I was trying to add somebody to Skype. Is it a doctor? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I don't I don't think so. I've never actually talked to this guy. You've never talked to him, but you're going to get him onto our show? I'm trying to. Who the fuck is it? <laughs> <laughs> who is it for god's sake 
Coops, if you're I scared. I was originally <laughs> trying to get Glidden on. Okay, so okay. while I'm trying to get this guy on. <laughs> Who the fuck are you trying to get on now? I will um, talk about something real quick. I was hoping to get Glidden on so I could mention it because we haven't announced it officially yet. We should have. We've said it. on this show that we were. I was going to be doing this event, yes. but I they haven't announced the room officially yet for the Comic-Con. Right, but right. I can say... I can announce that part of it, but I'm going to say it on here at risk of them. I don't care if they hear it. I don't It'll think they fine. will. It'll be fine. Your new film, Into the Light with Glidden, is going to be one of the films we get to show. We're going to show it Friday night at yes. 6 p.m., I believe, and yes. then we're going to have a panel afterwards. Nice. Super exciting. Lots of fun. Come on out. You get to see this really cool documentary that uh, my buddy David and I got to shoot. It was sweet. Super sweet. So, yeah. I'm very excited about this. I am very excited about this. So, who the fuck else were you trying to pull on here? That's what I want to know. He said two minutes. Two minutes. Who do we got? So... You got another story? I don't. Uh-oh. I don't have another story. Wait. Uh-oh. The hell? Oh, shit. <laughs> what, what? I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Skype completely disappeared. Uh-oh. I still hear you, though. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I, I figured out how to add him. He's going to grab a coffee, and then we'll have him on. Who is him? You'll see. For Christ's sake, why do you do this to me? <laughs> Lord. All right. So why don't we talk about, uh, give us a call at 913-730. Yeah, 730-7255. That's actually how I was talking to this guy. Oh, Um, cool. Also, go rate and review us on iTunes. Absolutely. We were five away from 50. Are we really that close now? We're at 45 ratings. Not that many reviews, but there's 45 ratings. Okay. Um, I want to read. Do we have any more like any new reviews? No, no, no. I no new reviews. I checked. Um, hmm. Go to our Threadless shop. Yes, it's ectoplasmshow.threadless.com. You could get a sh- t-shirt or a few other things with our logo on it. Hell yeah! <laughs> Which looks pretty freaking banging, by the way. Who did you grab? Did I lose you again, buddy? No, I'm here. Okay. Um, let's see. What else? We got a Patreon. You can go to our Patreon. It's patreon.com backslash ectoplasm show. I think it's ectoplasm show. It might just be ectoplasm. Okay. No, it's ectoplasm show. Nice. nice. Nobody's taking you up on your psychic reading. Are you there? I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Just a little disappointed. <laughs> Why are you disappointed? Because nobody's taking you up on your psychic reading? Yeah, I don't think anybody realizes how how psychic I really am. <laughs> yeah, we need to make it happen. Come on, somebody. Actually, we'll do this for the uh, special. Regularly, it'll yeah. have to be 
the $10 level to get the psychic greeting. But for our next patron, no matter what level it is, for our next patron, you will get a psychic greeting from Josh via Skype. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. All right, I am adding this person. Let's do it. Let's see who we got here. Who do we got? Add him in there. What happened? Oh, no. Did you fuck up? Nope, I didn't fuck up. All right, I am uh, all here. Is that fucking Myron? It is Myron. Myron, what's up, dude? President accounted for, Captain. <laughs> what are you up to, sir? Uh, right now, what am, if if you're talking about what am I doing right now? Yeah. I am driving an eighty thousand pound double trailered semi truck between Omaha, Nebraska, and Lincoln, Nebraska. Damn, sir. So yeah. for any of our listeners that don't know, if they haven't gone back to the first few episodes of the show, Myron was the first host with Josh, and it was actually Myron's idea to start this show. This is all Myron's brainchild right here. <laughs> I want to know um, a few things like, how did you come up with the name of the show? How did you talk Josh into doing it? And how long where did, did you me? want the show to go? I... I'll start with where did I want the show to go, which is kind of working backwards here. Uh, I didn't want the show to go anywhere. I just wanted Josh to do something. (laughs) (laughs) Because, uh, you know, I'm not really interested in, I'm not really interested in this kind of stuff. I mean, I am, but as far as the show, I'm not, I, I, I don't believe in ghosts, right? So it wasn't something that I was hyper, you know, interested in, but I knew Josh was, and at the time he wasn't really getting himself out there other than locally. So I figured, Hey, everybody else is getting famous doing podcasts. So why not Josh? Uh, as far as the name goes, I'm a, I'm a, uh, uh, a pop culturist. I'm super into movies, Hell yeah. especially 80s movies. So, of course, I just stole it, stole it from Ghostbusters. <laughs> and what was the other question? Um, how did you get him to do it? Because I know he was very reluctant at first. Well, it's, it's hard to get Josh just to answer the phone. It so. is. It is. <laughs> It's funny as shit. Like I, I, I had somebody very, I had somebody earlier tell me the same thing. They're like, "God damn, man, can never get a hold of you." Like, <laughs> like, damn it. I don't know. I don't get it. I, I think Josh, Josh already had the equipment and uh, and the and the computer and everything else, so it was kind of a no brainer. I mean, you didn't really have to spend money on it. No, I think the only thing, the only thing we spent was thirty four dollars on a microphone. Yeah, dude. So yeah, at, at the time, I'm sure you spent more money now, right? I still have the exact same microphone, Myron. Yeah, and it still sounds great. Yeah, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah, it is the Meanwhile, same these, one. You, these YouTubers are spending thousands of dollars on microphones, and they sound like crap. Exactly. 
Well, I'd like to thank you, Myron, for starting the show and then leaving the show and (laughs) leaving Josh hanging out there. And I kind of rode in and saved the day a little bit there. (laughs) I I actually get uh, quite a few freebies from the show that Josh doesn't get to partake in because he lives in another state. Yeah, no shit. Like oh, I, yeah. I, I get some free beer. I actually got a, a few free microphones and other stuff out of this uh, from one of our other sponsors that gave me just some good stuff. We had some great um, um, beef jerky from a sponsor you set us up with that they kind of disappeared, but we still got some goodies out of that. Did you really? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, they sent us we a, got a box whole box of, of it. A bunch of uh, beef uh, jerky did- and stuff. I, I didn't know if you guys wanted to go behind the scenes on that. I was unaware that you received anything from them. Yeah. Uh, it took a while, but we it got was, it. Is, I, did, I did graphic design for that beef jerky company. And I told, he paid a bunch of money and got scammed during some advertising. So I said, look, why don't you get youtubers and podcast people to advertise your stuff on their show and give them a percentage of each sale and he was like oh that's a great idea so then i went out and i contacted a bunch of podcasters and youtubers uh to do it and well, this is this is how it, it kind of fell out. The floor fell out from under it. He had sent a bunch of beef jerky over to Britain because there was a guy uh, that does a YouTube channel that I love uh, over in Britain. And the customs agents seized the beef jerky because you cannot s- send meat products into Britain what? from the United States. Yeah, and we didn't even know that. Right. And so the guy didn't get the stuff. And then uh, the beef jerky guy was out all, you know, all of this investment that he had sent over there for the guy to try. And so he got all irritated and pissed off about <laughs> losing product, but he just couldn't see the bigger picture, right. which was getting his name out there through these podcasts and, and, and YouTubers. Yeah. And so right in the middle of getting him to send you guys a bunch of stuff, it kind of just went away. And because Josh is so hard to get a hold of, <laughs> I never got a hold of Josh to say, hey, it never, it's not going to materialize. Right. <laughs> and so it kind of just went away. And, you know, I felt bad about it. But I'm quite surprised that you guys received anything because the last thing, the last conversation I had with the guy was that he wasn't going to send yeah. anything out. I will say this. When we got the box, I waited like a good little boy for Jason to come up uh, and hang out with me at the manor. We were going to record and all that fun shit. Uh, But I also had to give tours and shit throughout the day. But Jason and I are standing in the kitchen. We crack open. um, I forget exactly what it was. It was a specialty one of theirs. It was the black label, which didn't say anything on the label other than in the ingredients what was in it so we were like oh this is the special one i will try it yeah let's try it (laughs) jason and i both take like this gigantic fucking hunk throw that some bitch in our mouth and just start mowing down on it before we even know what the fuck is going on 
both of us are sweating, crying, and laughing hysterically because it burns so much. Like, and right, <laughs> it, it it wasn't twenty seconds after the pain hit me that a group of five people walk through the front door of Malvern Manor wanting a tour, and I'm like, son of a bitch! Like, I can't even think straight. How am I going to do this? <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was a fucking awesome day. Awesome day. Yeah. Now all those labels on those on those beef jerky packages and whatever else they sent you, those were all my designs. Yeah. And exactly. that's how I Some, uh, very clever designs, especially yes. um with the nuts and, and some of the other ones. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hey guys, I know you guys said that you were recording on Monday. So I figured I'd come on here if my day off just happens to be Monday. Yes. Let's so do this. I could come up and here's here's what I am I don't want to I don't want to take control of anything here. Liar. But <laughs> I I really want to talk about and and let me pause right there. Yeah. Since I left the show, something that has blown up to biblical notions since I have left is this flat earth theory. No shit, right? <laughs> yeah. So how about we have some flat earth talk? I'm all about it. On when I get out, if I could get up there on Monday. Dude, that would be so amazing. So can you get to Josh's? Uh, are you? Do you? I don't know where you live now. Are you still close enough to Josh that next Monday I could possibly come up as well, and we could all be in house together? Oh my God! Yeah, I only live. I only live forty miles away from Josh. Yeah, so let's about, do that. About fifty miles away. Let's do that. Yeah, I think I could probably pull that off. I could call in sick on Tuesday. Yeah, we need to swing this. Yeah, let's swing it. Okay. I, I was I really got into another podcast which was very similar to the podcast what ectoplasm was when we first started it. Yeah. Which was uh uh deep inside the rabbit hole. I'm sure you guys have listened to that. I've definitely heard of that. I listened to that, I listened to an, a few episodes. Um I do enjoy that show. Sadly, I don't get a lot of time to listen to the shows anymore. Liar. Um, I do listen to a few. No, I do listen to a few, but I honestly, I feel bad because I have, I've had to let a few go. I just don't well, have time for anymore. But yeah, I have listened in, to that show. Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole is now defunct. They don't make any episodes, but that's because oh. I guess all the guys on there had a big falling out. Oh, that sucks. Uh. Yeah, but the comedian that was on there, he was the skeptic, and then he had on uh, a conspiracy theorist. Not a ghost hunter, but a conspiracy theorist. Nice. And then he had another guy, which was a weirdo, that kept talking about, like, chi and karma and stuff like that. It was real. It was a real turnoff, the other guy. But uh, that conspiracy theorist, I mean, he, during the course of the show, just became convinced that the earth was flat what the and fuck? it was <laughs> super interesting <laughs> and it right around that same time 
that's when everybody on the internet was like, yeah, the earth is flat. And then you've got celebrities saying that the earth is flat. That right. basketball player, the earth's flat. <laughs> and, and that, and then you have all of these YouTube videos that demonstrate why the, you know, why the earth is flat and right. people doing living room experiments or garage experiments, uh, trying to prove that the earth is flat. And now we have that guy who wanted to blast off in a steam powered rocket that he built from a, a an old yeah, camper. Dude, that was <laughs> yeah, great. you guys covered that last week. It's kind of like the culmination. Right, it's all fun and games until you until somebody loses an eye, right? <laughs> so, so everybody's the Earth is flat, the Earth is flat, the Earth is flat, and then this guy goes up in a rocket and blows himself up. <laughs> you know? so, oh my God! As long as there's a GoPro attached to the rocket, that's all that matters. Who cares about the guy? You yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> 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 we just need to see the footage. That's it. I feel the same about Josh because I'm trying to get him to do all kinds of crazy shit. Who cares about Josh? We want to capture the shit that happens to Josh. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, fuck Josh. Fuck Josh. <laughs> fuck him right in the ear. It'll be fine. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm all for We've We've talked about it a few times. I don't think we've done an episode on it. I don't think we've done a full a breakdown on it so yeah no. i'd be up for that yeah well, that, hey, look the reason you guys haven't done a full episode on it is because it's just so stupid fuck yeah buddy <laughs> but, I, but i definitely think that with all with all the youtube videos out there and all the people the famous people that are out there uh claiming that this or the earth is flat and, and how they uh you know, all the evidence that they brought forward, I definitely <laughs> think it's worth an entire show. I would agree. I would totally yeah. agree. Shit, yes. <laughs> so so now I have to read up on my flat earth theory. <laughs> Bring the whole fucking kitten caboodle, too, because we're going to have to go deep on this. The real question is, is how can the earth be hollow if it is flat? It's a very good point. Well, you've got two different <laughs> camps there. You got the hollow earth guys, and then you've got the flat earth guys. And then we also have the um, I don't really know what the term for it is off the top of my head, but it's kind of like the interior interior sphere guys, where they think we are on the inside of a globe, and then everything in space is in the center, in the void, in the middle. Oh God. <laughs> Well, I, a globe, you mean like a, another planet? No, well, we're on the inside of a sphere, is what I mean. We're right. on the inside. Picture the hollow globe at the school oh. and on the desk. Instead of the planet being, the, the mass of the planet, not the mass, but the continents and everything being on the outside, it's on the inside surface, and then space and the, the sun and the moon, everything out in space is in the interior. For fuck's sake. It's just so massive, that, and we're a lot bigger than we think we are that we can't see across it and wave to the people in China. That's, a, that's <laughs> Those adorable. Are out there, literally, it's a very small group of people, but there <laughs> is a group of people that believe that. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's also groups of people that dress up in purple jumpsuits and kill themselves, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's all kinds true. of wackos out there. Very true. Well, we can't say that they're that those people in the jumpsuits are wrong because they're only their bodies are left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we don't know if their spirits actually got sucked up into a UFO, right? Right. Which just so happened to be on the tail end of uh was it the Hailbop comet? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was. yeah, they were yeah. gonna. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't the comet; it was a spaceship. Right, right. So the Hale Bob yeah. comet was the spaceship. Is that what they're yeah, claiming? Yeah, but it was. Well, well, I, no, it was the UFO in the tail of the mm, comet. Yeah, in the yeah, ass the end UFO of the was, comet. It was kind of disguising, hiding itself in the tail. Right? All up, all up in the butt of the of the yeah. thing, right? I mean, yeah, that's, that reminds me. We did get a phone call this week. We got a voicemail this week. I mean, fuck yeah. Um, it's very quickly, very quick. I will just play it real quick here. Do it. Um, uh, that's our listener, Jenna. Did it say Same butt sex? Butt sex? Butt sex? Yeah. All right. Oh, you couldn't hear it? I heard a yeah. little bit of it. A little butt sex. <laughs> <laughs> that's the second me. time she's called and just said butt. Just said butt sex. That's oh it. no 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 no! She's not saying butt sex. She's saying butt sex. S e c t s. Oh, but sex. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> butt sex. Yes. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Shit. Yes. Yeah, gentlemen, yeah. we have to hey. do Monday night. Yeah, because uh, the flat earth theory is bigger than Scientology now, so it, <laughs> it definitely needs to be addressed. Oh, man, this is going to be great. <laughs> this is going to be I'll bring my tinfoil hat because everybody knows that I get really out there sometimes. I wear mine constantly just for safety. Are you wearing it now? Fuck yeah, I'm wearing it now. Are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> I'm actually not. I say that, but I actually think it amplifies brainwaves so they can read it better. It's oh, a um, misdirection. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they want you to believe. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I'll be on board with that. <laughs> oh. All right, well, man. thanks for being the secret guest and surprising Josh. Yeah, that was freaking sweet, Hopefully man. we can get together next week. Yeah, uh, what time? What time do you want me to show up at Josh's, Josh's house? Let's shoot for like the eight earliest o'clock. I could be there is eight p.m. Yeah, let's do eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Let's do that. Eight o'clock Monday night, Josh's house, and you're gonna have enough microphones, right? Yeah, because yep. I could bring some if Josh doesn't have enough. Yeah, we should do that. I'll I'll have two microphones available. All right, I'll yeah. bring mine. Sweet. Perfect. Um, and yeah, and yeah, and yeah, and in that, we have had people request having Myron back on. So Shit, yeah, one. dude. And, and you're going to have snacks, right? I will uh, I will provide the snacks. <laughs> Has Myron <laughs> been to the manor? I don't think so. Maybe no. we could record at the manor. It's possible. Well, I'm going to have to check the schedule. Didn't- did my wife go to the manor, or did she do one of your cemetery? Cemetery. Uh, it was the cemetery uh, one. seances. Yeah, it was a cemetery one. Cemetery. Seance. Listen to you. 
<laughs> well, maybe we can figure that out. We'll just see. Hell but yeah. I should be. I shouldn't have a problem getting up there by eight. Sweet. All right, guys. I look forward to it. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, have a good evening. And uh, for your, what do you got? Many thousands of listeners now. Yeah, we do actually. It's kind of fucked. Yeah, I mean, you're only going to get bigger, right, if you keep at it. Here's hoping, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, we have even gone up in the last few months from where we were before, so we're yeah. continually growing. So. Yeah. I mean, unless you say something sexually charged to some woman who calls you out in public, I mean, you're only going to get more <laughs> listeners. I mean, that so, didn't happen to a woman, but we, Josh did get called out in a rating, a review on iTunes for laughing at Bigfoot rape. <laughs> I'm, still, right. I'm still laughing. <laughs> that's right. I, I did hear about that. Oh, uh, tragedy. Tragedy. Absolute tragedy. <laughs> well, but nobody called you this, called for you to step down. No, so, because I don't yeah. know how to talk to women, Myron. We all know this. Come on. So. <laughs> yeah there it is yeah i <laughs> i expect good things all right i will show up monday night eight o'clock perfect for the recording of the ectoplasm flat earth episode f to the yes f all right buddies have a good evening all right thanks brother yep so was it like a blast from the past dude that was so cool Super cool. I don't think Myron knows how to hang up. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there he left. Okay. That was good. I don't think Myron knows how to hang up. Oh, that was good. No, I'm looking forward to that. He's been texting the text line from time to time. Is that right? He was texting the other day about getting me the full logos for the Threadless store. And tonight he texted me again. I was like, well, I'll just got to pop you in here if you're not doing anything. Hell yes, brother. Yeah, it's super cool. Super cool. Looking forward to it. It'll be fun, buddy. It'll be a lot of fun. All right. Well, I tell you what. He's going to try to come back in and kick me off the show. (laughs) You think that's what's going to happen? Yeah, I just, like, started my own demise here. Yeah, look what you did. You done fucked up there, bud. (laughs) Cool. Or maybe oh, it'll man. be him and I. Yeah, you just boot me Josh, up. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Look. You just, we, we've just... had people call for you to leave anyways. That's true. <laughs> Dirty fuckers. Sons of bitches. God. Sons of bitches. All right. You and, you and your mouth. Oh, fuck it. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to let you go on that happy little note. But we hope that you have a great rest of your day, night, your week. Have a great weekend. We will talk to you very, very soon. Peace out.